The Lord laid something on my heart. We've been teaching on dealing with the heart and how we have to renew our minds to uproot whatever is in our heart because our heart is the ground. So we know as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, so does he become. And we talked about last week on renewing your mind. And if your mind is not renewed according to the word of God, you will go back to the same things that you've been um, accustomed to. But what the Lord laid on my heart, and I want to go over tonight, and we've been over this, but I believe there's a reason why we need to go back over it. And tonight, turn with me to Hebrews chapter 12, verses 14 through verse 15. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 14 through 15. God has a way of showing us things, and sometimes we miss things because we're not listening to what God has to say unto us. So Hebrews twelve fourteen through 15, I'm reading out the expanded Bible. Try to live in, pursue peace with all people, and try to live free from sin. Pursue holiness and sanctification. For anyone whose life is not holy, sanctified, would never see the Lord. Be careful, see to it, take heed that no one fails to receive, falls short of God's grace and begins to cause trouble among you, that no bitter root plant grows up to cause trouble. A person like that, such a root plant can ruin, defile, pollute, corrupt many of you. The Lord laid on my heart to talk about bitterness tonight. Sometimes we don't realize that we are harboring bitterness and bitterness can take root. And from the effect of bitterness, it can affect not only the person that's carrying it, but it can affect the people that's around you. First of all, bitterness is someone who is bitter. They're angry, unhappy, because they cannot forget bad things that have happened in the past. A bitter person is angry, unhappy, because they cannot forget bad things that have happened in the past. So, first of all, you have to identify where you are and the only way you can do that is with the help of the Holy Spirit you have to ask the Lord to say do I have bitterness in my heart and I don't recognize it so what causes bitterness one thing that causes bitterness is hurt the seed of bitterness is a hurt that is planted in someone it may be intentional or unintentional someone does not mean to hurt you but but you were hurt Sometimes the hurt is only imagined. No one has hurt you, but somehow you feel that someone has done something wrong to you. So it can be intentional intentional hurt or it can be unintentional hurt. And we're going to go through the scriptures tonight because people don't realize they have it until it shows up. You know how some people go to AA and they say, you know, I'm an alcoholic. They're acknowledging what they are so they can get help for it. Sometimes people do not know that a root of bitterness is in their heart and it's defiling not only them but the people that are around them. Go with me to this scripture. We went over Psalms 39 verse 1 through verse 3. Psalms 39, this is David. I'm reading out this expanded again. This is what David was saying. I said I will be careful how I act. Guard my way and will not sin by what I say with my tongue. 
I will be careful what I say, keep a muzzle on my mouth around wicked people. So I kept very quiet, silent, and still. I didn't even say anything good, but I became even more upset. My agony, sorrow got worse. I became very angry inside. My heart grew hot within me. And as I thought, meditated about it, my anger, a fire burned. So I spoke and said with my tongue, how many of us in this room have said, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to be quiet, but you know that you hurt. You know somebody has hurt you. You know they have said something that has deeply hurt you. You say, I'm not going to say nothing to them. I'm going to be quiet. But the quieter you got and the more you thought about what was said, David said, my heart grew hot within me. And as I thought and meditated about it, my anger and fire burned, so I spoke with my tongue. How many of us, we do have a fire on the inside of us and ain't coming from the Holy Ghost where we keep so much hurt bottled up and hurt can come from family. It can come from, you know, people we work with. It can come from a relationship with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, a husband or a wife. And some of those hurts in relationship is where a man may have slept with another woman or a woman may have slept with another man. And that woman and man, they're hurt. And they're saying, you know, I'll forgive you for this. We're going to get through this. But they're silent. And they keep this stuff hidden on the inside to the point that all of a sudden they come out fighting because they think about who that person was with, what may have happened when they was with that person, so they couldn't keep quiet no more. They just begin to be overwhelmed by what they were thinking about, and then they end up imagining that person being with that other person. But they're still with the person that they say should have loved me or I love them, but anger is building up in their heart. So we're going to go through that. And then it could be with um, children and how a child has been abused between the mother and father. You know, the father or the mother saying abusive words all the time to the children or making them seem like they're nothing or they can't do nothing with their lives. And that child hold that hurt in for many years. And people are getting from that hurt from that child what's coming from that parent. And that could be a root of bitterness because if you don't deal with those issues, it becomes a root on the inside of you and you become so bitter that you begin to hate people. You begin to look at people differently. Someone may have not done something to you, but all of that anger you have inside, you're taking it out on other people because of what somebody done to you. Mother, father, sister, brother, it don't matter. Bitterness is bitterness. So we have to recognize What's going on with us? We look at Job 32.18. In Job 32.18, y'all know his friends. They were talking to Job. But the last one that came to Job, he was younger than the rest of them. So he was saying he waited for them to speak. He said, so now it's time for me to speak. And when he spoke, he said, I am full of words. And the King James, it says, I am full of matters. He said, I'm full of words and the spirit in me caused me to speak, compels me. So what this friend was saying was he had a lot to say, but he was waiting to say what he had to say. He was so full of words. 
When it comes to being bitter and your heart is so full of bitterness, you're so full of words and those words come out with anger. We'll go to church hurt. Some people may have been in church where they did all they know how to do, you know, but they were never appreciated. They were talked about. They were ridiculed. So when they come into another church, anything somebody do, they're so suspicious. And the way they come off on people, it's like, what's going on with you? Why are you acting that way? I just asked you a simple question. It is because they're harboring that bitterness in their heart. They allowed bitterness to take root and people are affected by what have hurt them in the past. So if you have any hurts in the past from a man or woman or a mother or a father or a coworker or whatever it may be, and you have not dealt with it through the word of God, guess what's going to happen? you're going to go off on a lot of people. And people are going to recognize you have a problem, but you don't recognize that problem because that's something that you have gotten used to. A person that gets loud when you address them. They get loud, they holler, they yell, instead of coming off the way they need to come off, but they just yell. That person got some bitterness somewhere. That person has some anger somewhere. They cannot talk to people calmly because they're holding something deep within their heart. If a person is don't want to forgive after something happens, that person is holding bitterness. If that person say, you know, I forgive you, but then they're acting as if they have not forgiven you, they haven't really forgave you. Because bitterness is going to show up. It's going to come out of their mouths. An angry person is always trying to defend themselves. They want to be right. That's a form of pride. An angry person always thinks somebody's ganging up on them when they're not, when they're asking people a simple question. So we all have to be careful, right? Jeremiah 6.11, let's look at that. Jeremiah, he was a prophet. And what Jeremiah did, he was a spokesman for God. And in Jeremiah 6, 11, it says, but I'm full of the anger of the Lord and I'm tired, weary of holding it in. Pour out my anger. Let, let it out on the children who play in the street, on the young men gathered together. A husband and his wife will both be caught in his anger, as will the very old and age full of years. So this was Jeremiah. This was Jeremiah speaking on the behalf of God. And it was anger, it was wrath coming through Jeremiah because he was speaking the words of God. The reason why I'm putting this out here is to let you know that Jeremiah said he knew the words that God gave him when he spoke those words. He's speaking on the behalf of God. Why was God so angry with the people? It was because he kept telling the people, this is what you should not be doing. But the people kept doing opposite of what God was saying. So when Jeremiah spoke, he spoke the words of God. It was God's wrath coming upon those people for what they did not do. This is what bitterness does. Bitterness is like anger that comes upon other people for what they did not do. So we have to really check our hearts and say, God, what's in my heart? Search me. Let me know what's making me this way. Now, I remember with me and my husband, when I, when we were dating and I had a past relationship with this guy that was very abusive. So when I met him, he was a loving person. But I was so used to being abused that when he would come at me in a way, I would bow up at him. I was quiet, but I was ready to jump on him for no reason. 
because I was holding anger in my heart. I was holding bitterness saying nobody would never hit me again. Nobody would ever hurt me like that again, not even you. So I was pushing him away, but it wasn't him. It was the other God that made me be the way I was. So the Lord had to deal with me in that area, learning how to control what I was going through. And I'm pretty sure it's a lot of people in this room that have went through some things and you have taken it out on other people because you feel like nobody is going to treat me this way. Nobody is going to do me like this no more. So you put up a wall too. But when somebody get too close to you, everything begin to come out of you. So this was Jeremiah. He was speaking for God and he was speaking based on what God was telling him to speak. But the people didn't like it. Go with me to Jeremiah fifteen eighteen. This is another case with Jeremiah. Jeremiah was still speaking on the behalf of God. He was um, getting insulted. They were coming at him because he was telling them what God was telling him to tell them. But look what Jeremiah said in verse 18. I don't understand why my pain has, why, why my pain has no end. Why does my pain have no end? I don't understand why my injury is not cured or healed. Wound is incurable and refuses to be healed. Would you be like a brook that goes dry? Would you be like a spring that stops flowing, unreliable spring? So Jeremiah was hurting, y'all, because he was doing the will of God, but people were constantly coming at him, insulting him, putting him down. Look at what he was saying. I don't understand why my pain has no end. And this is what happens when it comes to bitterness. When you don't handle the wrong that people do or the offense when people come at you and you get offended and you don't go to that person the way the word of God tell you to go to that person, you hold this in your heart. So what happens is it constantly builds up and builds up. So you take other people and put them in the place of that person that hurts you. And even though they're not intentionally hurting you, they're trying to help you and give you the truth. You put all of that over on them and make them feel as if it's your fault. If you had done this, this would not have happened. But it didn't start with them. It started way back when, when you had an offense with somebody else. Now, everybody else is catching a piece of that offense. It has turned into a root of bitterness, a deep root, and it's in your heart. So this is why you're going through the same patterns, because you're not taking the word of God and uprooting how you've been feeling. If you do not use the word of God to uproot that bitterness, it will eat away like cancer. And it will leave you in a place where you feeling like there is no help. And God is the only one, y'all, that can help us with this route. Go back to Cain and Abel. Remember Cain. He was upset because God accepted Abel's offering and didn't accept his. God gave Cain a chance. He said, sin lies at the door and wait, but you can master it. Cain was so upset that he was rejected. He kept that anger, that anger come from being rejected. There was a bitter root there. What did he do? He ended up envying his brother. He ended up killing him. And this is what happened when we don't get things out of our heart. We end up doing things and saying things that we should not say because we're not dealing with the anger. We're not dealing with that root of bitterness that's on the inside of us in our heart. We'll go back to Joseph. 
Y'all remember Joseph, how his brothers hated him because they thought the father loved him more than they loved, he loved them. What did they do? They took and put him in a pit. Then they sold him. But guess what Joseph did out of everything that they did to Joseph? Joseph did not keep that bitter root. He did not keep that stuff on the inside. He forgave them. And this is what God is telling us tonight. Some of y'all got a bitter root. Some of y'all got a root that's so deep and you haven't dealt with that root. And this is why you get an attitude. This is why you go off when somebody correct you. This is why you get envy. This is why you get jealous. It's because you have not pulled up that root with the word of God. You say you sorry, but you get right back in the same place because you're not opening the word of God and allowing the word of God to take up out of you, out of your heart, what's keeping you from moving forward in the things of God. People can play off, I I put this, a hypocrite. Can come to church every day. A hypocrite is a play actor. Smile at you, laugh at you, but as soon as you hit that root, they're going to come back at you one way or the other. They're going to set you up. I'm going to get you. Some people are quiet with theirs. So this is why we have to make sure we have to ask the Holy Spirit, search me. And see what's in me because I'm ready to get out of me what's not making things good in my life. An angry person that's always angry without a cause (laughs) is coming from some deep hurt somewhere. And the enemy don't want you to get over that hurt either because he keep piling it up, piling it up. So we need to search ourselves and see if we have bitterness on the inside of us. Amen. Now we're going to do a skit to go over what I went over and I think it'll bring it to life. Come on, Athea. And I get to talk to my good friend Denise today. Maybe she'll be here in a little bit. Yep, me and Denise go way back. I know she loved me and I love her. And I know she'll never say nothing hurt me. Not Nisi. That's my girl. Hey, T. Hey, boo, what's up? All right, how you doing? All right. Oh, I it's love like you. that now? Well, you know, six feet. <sighs> T, you know what? I just got to tell you, you get on my nerves. You get on my nerves so bad till I can't take it. All you do is walk around here behind my back saying this, saying that. And when I tell you to do something, you act like you don't want to do it. Why you don't want to do it, T? I'm your boss. We go way back and stuff, but you always say I'm hard on you. Girl, you get on my everlasting nerve, and I ain't got too many of them left. You keep monkeying with me, you're going down 117, and you go back and tell your pastor that. I don't care what you tell her. Oh, yeah. And you remember when you did that little play? I asked you to do a play, and I told you how we had to incorporate everything in, and I'm only telling you what's being told to me, but 
You act like you didn't want to listen to me. And I kept telling you over and over and over and over. And you was going to do it your way. You didn't want to listen to me. But you got to listen to somebody, T. I can't stand you. Now, what you got to say about that? Hey, T. Look, I got a, I got a question. What? Did you charge up them batteries? What you so think? Don't. What you think? I, am I not the leader of audio? You don't have. You're my co-leader. You don't come to me and asking me what I do. Okay, I tell you. Well, I just yeah. Oh right? yeah. And did you uh, check them wires over there on the um, on the soundboard so we won't have no trouble? I told you. Okay. If I don't check it, then it don't get checked because you sure don't check it. I can't believe Denise said that to me. I cannot believe she said that to me. Man. I can't believe that. That's, ooh. But you know what? I ain't got to fool with her. You know what? I do not have to fool with her. The heck with her. And Willie, too. That's right. That's right, you don't talk to me like that. You don't talk about, I don't listen to her. I don't listen to her. The nerve, then she don't talk about, she can't stand me. And you, we go out to eat, do things together, and then you gonna, then she gonna, God, she gonna talk about, she can't stand me. And I'm sitting here talking about, I love her, let her in my circle. You know what? Mm. You just been kicked out. Take that, now you go tell your pastor that. Wow. That's what you get. Church folk. Sister in Christ. Y'all right. Sister in Christ. Sister in Christ. My sister in Christ. Sure. Man. Hey, what's going on, T? What? What you want? Uh, you, you told me to call you, so I'm just giving you a call. Something was going on between you and my wife, so what's up? No, it ain't going on between me and your wife. Oh, well, she was she was telling me a little something about it. Nah, well, you just go back and tell your wife ain't nothing going on between me and her. Uh, I know and ain't nothing. Going on ain't, look, 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 okay? All right, going back home, ain't nothing going on. That's it's cool, okay? Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. And don't call my house no more. You come in my face with some monkey right. stuff. What? What? No, we're gonna we're gonna squash it. Okay, I'm gonna just squash. It's squashed. All right, it's squashed. Go, bye, get, get on before you get spit on. All right, go on, go on now. Man, and she gonna have the nerve to send her husband to me like, who he's supposed to be? He just like she is. Nothing. Here come Kathy. What's she want? Excuse me, mighty, mighty, mighty woman of God, Sister T, 
Hello. Hey, hey, how, how you, you doing? doing today? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. God is good. Yes, he is. All, all the, time, the time, God is good. Yes. He is. God is good. And guess what? All the time. And guess what? And guess what? God is good. All the he time. He loves you. Yes, he does. Jesus loves you mm-hmm. in spite of yourself. You know that? Well, Tasha Cobb sang that song in spite of me. Yeah, I, I heard the song. No, Jesus loves you. And everything that concerns you concerns him. And his eyes are always on you. God sees all. He knows all. God knows the way that you take. You know that, don't you? Can I tell you something? You belong to God. And he wants you to live for him. I know you love the Lord. I was, I, I, I was, I was sitting over there. I wasn't trying to get in your business, but I couldn't help. But over here, what went on, I, I saw the situation that you were in. And um, I want you to know that God understands. And, but guess what? You were wrong. You were wrong about how you handled the situation. You need to learn to humble yourself. Yes. You need to h- learn to humble yourself. I saw your, your, your boss come to you and she came to you. She was greeting you. She was trying to give you instruction, but you were upset. You were upset because of, she was telling you right, but you didn't want to do it. And you had, seemed to me, you had things in your heart that she had said and done or maybe from somebody else. So when she came to you again, greeting you, you had all that bottled up on the inside. You wouldn't receive her. And you just started, you know, just spewing insults at her. And just, and then Sister Gloria came. She, she was just trying to give you instruction. You just poured, you just about to bit her head off too. And then there was a third person. Um, who came and tried to help talk to you. You wouldn't hear him either. I don't care how much, you, how much, many times somebody's done something to you. First of all, you need to go to them and talk to them. And then after that, you know you have to forgive. Didn't Jesus forgive you? Don't you know we rest not against flesh and blood, but a spiritual weakness and principalities of high places? You're a woman of God. You know this. And, what are the, and your weapons of warfare are not carnal. You know this. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to uh, beat you up. I'm not trying to condemn you. But you're my sister in Christ. I'm just trying to remind you. Okay. So, you know, use the word, use the weapon. You're right. You're right. Yeah, so, you Thank know, you. humble yourself. God will fight your body. battles are not yours. And God knows what you go through. The sharks, right? Yeah, the sharks just keep, keep right on coming. And if you suffer with them, you're ring with them. So sometimes you have to let down the right for the wrong. Even when you're right, God will fight that battle. And when you're wrong, say you're wrong. And do what you're supposed to do and do it heartily unto the Lord, not unto the people. Do it unto the Lord. Okay, sister? Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Sister Kathy, thank you for correcting me. You are so I, I welcome. I was wrong, and I know I've been taught. I come in here every Sunday, every Tuesday. I listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I listen to the CDs. I, I just listen, listen, listen. And you're right. I was wrong. I handled it wrong. Yeah, I did. but you know it takes time. To live Indeed. holy. You know, it's a daily walk. And you just have to meditate. And you just apply it one 
one incident at a time. Mm-hmm. And when you fall, just get back up. You know, don't condemn yourself because the Holy Spirit is just want to convict you and to righteousness, not to condemn you, okay? Okay. So when you start feeling that tugging, just repent, humble yourself, and God will work it out. Okay. Thank it's you, already sister. worked out. Already worked out. Okay, thank, I, I needed you, that. I look, thank, you know what? Yes. Thank you for letting the Holy Ghost use you okay. to help me. Okay. Thank you. I'm gonna God go, be the glory. I'm going to go get him. my word. All right, do that. I'm going to get my word. Okay. Get my word. Okay. I don't know who she thinks she's talking to. <laughs> One week later. I still can't believe what Denise said to me. I, I, I just can't get over what Denise said. I, hey, T. What? I haven't seen your name. Have you paid your time? Are you the tithe police or something? I'm you don't come ask me to pay my tithe. Have you paid your tithes? Uh, yes. Well, don't ask me if I paid mine. I don't think that's any of your business. Okay. Asking me, uh, have I paid you what? You turn in your paperwork. What paperwork? Paperwork you're supposed to turn in every month. Did you get it? I haven't seen it. Well, that means I ain't turning in. Now go on. Get to. I'm going to do one more thing before we wrap this up. Uh, Sister Nice and Brother Willie, come up here for a second. Hold on to the mics. Hello. God, I thank you that I forgave my husband for what he did to me. God, I just give you praise, honor, and glory. God, because I have a good husband. Lord, I thank you for me forgiving him when I caught him with that woman. Lord knows God, just thank you, Jesus. Hey, baby, what's up? I ain't your baby. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Nothing. I just come home and said, hey, hey, baby, what's up? Well, don't be saying nothing to me. Just, just. Get out my face. Girl, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, boy? Boy? Hey, I didn't get it wrong. Boy. Oh, Lord. Somebody, what, somebody done told you something? Ain't nobody told me nothing. Somebody, well, what's wrong with you then? Oh, what I supposed to be here? You was all right last wait, night, wait, Denise. Wait, 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 wait. What I supposed to be here? Somebody supposed to be told me something? So, why you acting this way, though? Huh, man, please. Oh, God help me. You're getting on my nerve now. You on my last nerve. And if you keep messing with me, I'm going to get on more on your nerve because I'm going to get on your head. Shit, I mean, Denise, what? Shit, shit. I'm sorry. Hold up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ain't no damn Sheila. You don't be calling me Sheila. I'm not your wife. I'm your wife. I am not Sheila. I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, to. No, you're not sorry. That's why your mind is on Sheila. You done cheated on me with her, and now you're calling me Sheila? Well, maybe if you would act right and do right at home, I, I wouldn't have to cheat right on you. I do act right and do right at home. 
What more you want me to do? I cook your food. I wash your clothes. I baby this. I make sure when you step out, your clothes is ironed with creases in them. I be a good wife in bed. Everything. What more do you want me to do? I'm not going to be no hoochie mama for you. I love the Lord too much. Well, that's why you're falling short at I, Well, I continue to fall short because I'm not your hoochie mama. Come to Go me. get your Sheila. Baby. Don't call me baby. I want baby the other night. Can we just sit down and talk about this? There's nothing to talk about. Come on, please. Let's just talk no, about No, uh-uh. There's nothing to talk about. Everything is okay. We've been married 26 years. I don't we just care if we've been married 46. It won't no one little night It didn't mean nothing, Denise. If it didn't mean nothing, you wouldn't have never did it, Willie. Just, just leave me alone. I thought you were saved. I am saved. Filled with the Holy so Ghost. Why can't, you, why can't you forgive me then? Because, honey, that's just too Christ, much for me Christ to forgive. Christ forgave you for, for what you're doing. But, okay. If the shoe was on the other I didn't foot. say nothing when you clean out all my money uh, in the... Uh, That's money. That's money. What is money? money? Hey, I can spend up money. Account. What's wrong with that? What's yours is mine and what's mine is mine. Start bringing something to the table. I ain't got to bring nothing to the table. Nothing. $350 a week. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that? I don't care what you do with it. Help pay bill. That's $350 you ain't got to put there. There's a woman that's making six digits. Well, you better get away from me, nigga. <laughs> you better go. Because I tell you. 6G6. Go get your 6G. Damn. Oh, oh. <laughs> I knew that them two would wake you up. Now, I want to ask you something. Dealing with that first skit, could somebody tell me what did you see? Jeremy? What you see? Uh-huh. Get the mic, honey. Come up here. See, I don't want you to hit that now. You know you done been through something tonight. Just, just turn it on, baby. Don't hit it now. You're going to have a Thea back up here. Go ahead. It's on. All right. Um, with T, I seen when um, Denise got on her nerves and she took that anger and bitterness down to the next person and took somebody at the end to um, change up her spirit. What's her spirit changed? What you mean? like? Um, Did she change when, when, when Kathy ministered to her? Yeah, yeah, she calmed down. She calmed down, but was there a change? No, 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 all the way. Okay. She realized what she done, though. She realized what she done. Okay. Mm. Who want to come up here and add to that with that skit? Who can relate to that skit? You want to come up, sister? Okay. Is there somebody that want to come up and add to what was demonstrated with bitterness? Come on, Brother Rick. You can stand there. Okay. Um, this has been a, like some years ago, and me and my wife, we were like, 
went to Myrtle Beach on a little, uh, like a little vacation. But the way that it went down, like <clears throat> those people call you sometime late at night or sometime, and they offer you like uh, that timeshare thing. So they call one night and all about half sleep. So my wife was saying, well, they call him, do you want to come back down? Do you want to come to Myrtle Beach on a little timeshare? And um, I said, well, I said, I can't, I ain't. I said, I'm about to sleep. I said, I can't think right now about it. I said, I said, have them call back, you know, another time. She said, well, when? I said, tell them to call back tomorrow about 12. Anyway, so they called back. And so I asked Kathy, I said, well, what are they saying? They said, we'll come down there for like, what, for like three nights or something? About three nights. And so they said it'd be like $99. I said, okay. I said, that's good. Just, just go to a little 90-minute, you know, little seminar down there. I said, okay. So we're down there, and uh, for those three nights, what they didn't tell me, I had old credit card, and I kept saying, well, they just put $99 on it. I said, okay. So we got on What they didn't tell me was that $99 went about four or $500 that they put on there, but they take it off, I guess, whenever you go on a retreat. They're supposed to take it off, and you know, and it go back down to $99, but I didn't know that. But anyway, though, so I got on there, and, and um, got on there, went to the little, well, no, this before we went to the retreat. But anyway, when we got on there, and went downstairs, talked to the guy, and we checked in and everything, and and I uh, went back upstairs and I checked my balance on my car. I said, where all this is? Who? I said, where all this is? Charles on this car come from? And I uh, went back down and I said, it made a mistake. So it explained to me and everything. And I was hot. I was hot. I said, Kelly told me $99. I got down here about $500. And um, anyway, <clears throat> so then later on that day, we had to go to the little seminar. And so we get in there. He said, 90 minutes. We get to that seminar. In about 90 minutes, we were still talking at the table. And then he said, well, we got to go around and look at the... Uh, we go over and look at some villas and stuff. So we say, okay, went and looked at the villas and come back, sit down to the table again. He started talking again. I said, man, you said 90 minutes, man. I said, I, I said man, it's been, it, it's been about two hours. I mean, you know, about, about two and a half hours. Now I said, now that's enough. He kept on talking. I sat there, I said, I was bowling. I was already bowling about the credit card charge. And I was already, I mean, I was hot and I was a little bit hot with my wife because I felt like she didn't tell me what, give me a good understanding. And so anyway, he went on, he went on. I stood up to the people's table and set up the glass top table. Paya! I said, enough. I've had enough. I said, no more, no more, no more. It scared my wife. It scared the man. I'm scared. I scared myself because it just come up out of me and I wasn't expecting it. And, uh, and I hauled out like that right there and it scared me. I said, well, I said, I hope I ain't going to get locked, you know, getting into trouble. I hear these people out here, you know, because everybody stopped talking, looking over there. But anyway, though, I calmed down and calmed down. Do you know this man still said, well, we ain't through yet. He said, if you don't finish this seminar, he said, you had to pay for every night you was in that room. You had to, you, you had to pay. So you're going to have to go to the seminar. I said, well, I went on. I went on. He went on a little bit longer. We went on. I stood up. I said, uh-uh, no more. That's it. That, enough. Enough. That's it. And so anyway, he, I think he let us go. But anyway, but, 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 but long story short, what I'm saying, though, I had so much anger built up in me that whenever I stood up here, I could have broken a few glass tables out. I mean, I could have thrown something up down there. But I had so much anger stuff built up in me when I jumped up and hit it. Scared everybody in there and scared myself too because I don't even know where it come from. So I figured that all that anger and rage that I had from um, going through those changes and even at my wife because I felt like she didn't get a good understanding and all that stuff come out. And I, I you know, but this here tonight, it reminded me of that. And um, I just seen myself. <laughs> come on, Lathea. What I saw in the first one <laughs> was the fact that when somebody hurt us deeply and we don't deal with that, 
through the word of God, no matter what, if somebody do come and minister to you, your heart is hardened towards that person and you're not going to receive anything that anybody says until you allow the word to come in and allow God to heal your broken heart and bind up your wounds. You're going to forever carry that. And if you keep thinking about it and keep meditating on it, everybody you come in contact with is going to get it because your anger is directed at that person. But everybody that comes at you, you see the person that hurts you. And if God don't heal you, you're going to forever be in that state because I, I, I know I've been there. But you have to allow the word of God and you have to allow the comforter to come in and comfort you and heal you of that. And then you can move on and you and the Holy Spirit will correct you so that when somebody do minister the word to you or you hear the word coming across the pulpit or God is speaking to you, then you can receive it. And then that's when the change will come. But if you carry around this bitterness and this anger and this frustration, nothing's going to happen. You're going to remain in that state. Now the second skit. Who want to illustrate the second skit? What you see? Gloria's shaking her head at, at what was seen in the second skit. Can anybody come up and tell me what you saw? Nobody don't want to touch that. Anybody? Nobody? Gloria, come up. How did this relate to what was just taught? Um, Denise had a, uh, a lot of bitterness and anger in her heart against something that um, Willie had did. She told him that she forgave him, but she really didn't. And it just built up and built up. And so when he came home, I guess that night, she exploded on him because she really didn't forgive him. And the stuff kept festering and festering. And she kept thinking about, you know, him being with the other woman. And then when they started arguing, stuff just started coming up. And then he started talking about stuff that she was doing, about spending the money and all the stuff that she was doing. And then I think he went south when he started saying the other woman makes six figures or whatever. I probably would have knocked him on the top of the head. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was so much bitterness and anger because, you know, she didn't really deal with it. She was saying she'd forgive him. But every time she saw him, she probably saw him with the other woman. So. And do you see how when you don't communicate, even in a marriage, because sometimes a woman can out-talk a man. A man just to roll over and go to sleep and don't want to talk about it. But it's still, that woman is still dealing with it. But then when they begin to talk about something else that's outside of what was going on, then the man will throw up what the woman didn't do but never talked about it. This can cause a root of bitterness. So this is why we have to check ourselves, y'all. We have to ask the Holy Spirit, do I have a root of bitterness in me? Because it shows in your actions. It shows when you get loud. Even sometimes children can um, get it from your hurt. Children can get um, loud talking. They can get, um, how can I put it, fussed out for no reason. 
because of things that we carry or things that we go through. So that's why we have to check ourselves through the word of God. I'm going to say this again. David, I have to go back here for somebody. David was silent. Sometimes we can be very silent and don't say nothing and hold it all in. But let me tell you what happened in the meanwhile. You can end up hurting somebody because you're not talking about what you've been through. Talking about it helps you to get it out because anger, when it's sitting there for a long time, it can kill somebody. So we need to check ourselves. Rick just threw up both hands. Yeah, Rick said they mess with my money. You messing with me, man. So we have to check ourselves, y'all. And that's why we bring these teachings out for us to really check ourselves to see, <laughs> Willie, you got to do this one for me. We're not going to call no names, but come here, Willie. You're going to help me with this one. It's going to. Uh, yeah, I need to see uh, you, and I need to see you. See us where? Uh, I'm sorry? See us where? In the office. Okay. okay. Yeah, see you in the office. Okay. Anything okay? Uh, no. Um, situation jumped off, and uh, you were slow to handle it, you know, and you didn't take care of it uh, 
like you should have took, taken care of it? Well, I, I just, it's like, so him, I just, I just brush it off and I, I paid it personal mind, you know, I just don't want no confrontation. I don't like approaching nobody, starting up, nothing. I just left it alone. Well, I mean, you, you can't do that because, uh, you know, you're leading the church, you know, and uh, so you just can't, you know, brush it off and just leave it alone, you know. Uh, you got to own up to it, you know. Okay. So. So you, so you want us, you want me to get him and tell him to come to the office? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, handle, okay. yeah, handle it. Okay, I'll be right back. Um, Brother James, you want to see us in the office for a minute? Everything all right? Uh, I'm not sure yet. We'll know when we get there. Okay, okay. That's what he want. Hi, Brother James, who here? What's okay. going on? Yeah. Um, you want me to be a witness or what? Okay, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah. I'm go just going. I'm just going to, you know, let him know what's going what's on. Going on, Pastor James. Uh, there was some things that uh, should have been taken care of that you didn't take care of, and you know, you just keep letting it go by, just keep sliding. Uh, you trying to say it didn't happen, and I, I know that it did happen. I thought it got handled. No, it, it didn't get handled. It didn't get handled. It should have got handled, but it, it didn't get handled. Well, Willie was telling me it was handled. Well, I'm going to let you know that it didn't get handled. Well, Willie should have told me, shouldn't he? Well, I didn't want any confrontations. I, I'm the type of person. I don't want to fuss about nothing. I'd rather just leave it alone. But Pastor James telling me when I don't address the situation and don't approach that person, they're going to keep doing over and over and over. He said, that's where I go wrong at. And I hold it in and won't never say nothing. But if I don't stand my ground and let them know where they're wrong at, you know, it ain't gonna stop. It's gonna continue to keep going. So this is his fault. No, it's your fault. It shouldn't have never happened. You to blame. I'm to blame. You to blame. Yeah, it shouldn't never happen. I was going by. But what you, you keep told you me. keep you saying you you saying that it didn't happen. I know that it did happen because Willie told me that it happened. Why didn't Willie talk to me? Because. He came to me with it first. Yes, we'll be sure. He came to me first with it. Well, I think you need to get on Willie about that. No, I'm getting, on, I'm getting on you about it. I, 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 uh, uh, no, I'm getting on you about it. Don't, don't try to bring uh, Brother Willie in. Um, this is, I'm talking to you now. Willie, I think you should have spoke to me about this early because... Well, I, I, like I said, I'm the type of person. I don't want no confrontation, so I'm staying out of it. Lee, you you Lee, didn't talk to Lee, Willie. No, you, Lee, leave Willie out of it. I'm talking to you. Leave him out of it. I'm just not understanding this. Well, you, well, you should. You should be understanding it by now. I, I still think you need to get on Willie. Well, at this point, my eyes are buck <laughs> and my lip are trimming. <laughs> That's the best one. I mean, you got me so mad right now, my lip, <laughs> and my eyes is bucking. <laughs> now, before we close, can somebody tell me what was wrong here? Can somebody tell me what was wrong here? Miscommunication. Nobody wants to take responsibility. Nobody wants to take responsibility. 
How does that lead to bitterness? Blame, they blame each other. Blaming each other. And if the person feel like they're not wrong, what happens? Nothing gets resolved, and what does that person end up doing? Doing it again. And what else did that person end up doing? Bitter and lashing out at other people and making sly remarks when, when they're asked something. Well, you better not do that because if you do it like that, this is what's going to happen. They're going to do you like they done me. Is that not bitterness? This is the problem, y'all. If we don't recognize what's there, we end up pouring out on a lot of people. Did anyone have, want to say something dealing overall? Did anyone have an example in your life that you want to add to what we went over that'll help somebody? We're just here to help somebody, not to put nobody out. Is there anyone? Oh, y'all so silent. Okay. Do we have anything else before we close? Can someone tell me before we close, how did this teaching help you? Come on, Gloria. Um, I encourage you to deal with your um, bitterness and your anger and stuff because I had stuff with me for a long, long, long time. And I was just angry and upset with everybody every day. And so for years, I isolated because people didn't want to be around me because of that bitterness and that anger. Because I was mad about just a lot of stuff and never dealt with it. And that stuff began to cause me to have, like, psychological problems. And so with my anger... Like Apostle said, if you don't deal with it, it could cause you to want to, you know, kill somebody. Because I wanted to kill my mama, my daddy, my sisters, my brothers, my grandma, my aunt, my uncle. You and he'll take them all off, wasn't he? Hmm? You're going to kill them all off. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kill them. And, uh, you know, Willie will tell you, every day to the week, I was, like, angry. I would, like, break stuff up, kick stuff, spit fall out. It was just a different day, just something. You ain't really had to say nothing. All you had to do was say hi, and I go off on you. And so if you don't deal with it and you keep letting it, you know, fester up and stuff, you're going to be wanting to kill your husband. You're going to be wanting to put rat poison in the food. You're going to be wanting to shoot him. You're going to be wanting to stab somebody. You're going to be, you know, strapped every day because of your anger and your bitterness. And that's how I was. I was a strap. I carry a knife. I mean, I was just messed up because of the, you know, I didn't deal with the anger and the hurt. And nobody knew what was wrong with me. All they would say is she crazy. We don't know what's wrong with her. Every day she angry. You could be in the grocery store and somebody say hi. Like, my husband, he couldn't, like, if, you know, people he went to school with, if we was in the grocery store... I said, you better not speak to her. I said, go ahead. I said, I dare you. And I would flip out in the middle of a grocery store. 
And he would leave the cart there and he would walk out. I said, I don't care, walk out. And I just start screaming and hollering. And they said, something ain't right with her. And it was all of the stuff that I let build up. It really ain't had nothing to do with him. It was like stuff from a childhood and I let it go and go and go and go. I remember one time, um, um, me and Denise got in an argument about a, I don't know, about an onion or something. I bought an onion down to the house or something other. And we got in an argument, and we both been real good friends. And me and her arguing, and she said, well, I hate you. I said, well, I hate you too. And she said, well, don't come back to my house no more. I said, I won't, and I hope you die. And I really meant it in my heart, because I wouldn't speak to her for days. She'd give in for I give in, be calling me. I said, I ain't want to hear nothing she got to say. I wanted to kill her. Because of that anger and the bitterness, I'm telling you, you better you better deal with it. If that person did something to you, you might need to, you know, ask God to help you to go to them so that you can forgive them so you can let all that stuff go because it's real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, I was just so messed up. You know, people just looking. You know, they don't mean no harm. What you looking at me for? You got a problem? You got an issue? What? 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 You want to do something? What? what you, you did not go to shake it like that. You, no. <laughs> y'all laughing and act like y'all act like y'all ain't been there. You may been there in another way, but we all been there. Look, I've been there too. Having a honey. You shake your head all you want. But we all have been there. Everybody have been in a place. I'm telling you, we have been there. So Teresa's back there laughing so hard because we know she's been there. Let's look at her. I think this teaching is helping everybody to recognize I've been there and I'm still there and I'm working on it, right? We all working on it, right, Kwana? Kwana look like the FBI back there. <laughs> We working on it, so we thank God for what we're getting in Clem, and we thank God that we can come out and help somebody else. Do not go out and try to minister to people and say, you bitter. That's what's wrong with you. You bitter. You got a problem with the root of bitterness. You need to know what it is for yourself first. Amen? Okay, close us out, Sister Loretta.